Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Victory Monday, and the Bears still suck. Has to be said. Sorry, that's the law after the Packers kick the Bears' ass in a season opener. The law is very clear that everyone must say the Bears still suck. Because they do. Here's the thing. I understand they're not a very good football team. I get there was all sorts of pomp and circumstance around them having the first overall pick. Usually that happens because you're a terrible football team. I know Bears fans don't understand that, but that's usually how it works. I know they had all sorts of promise and confidence throughout the offseason. It was so much fun watching reality set in and not have to worry about them till way, way at the end of the season. Uh, as far as the Packers go, how great is it to know that that is just the first step of this journey? That's what's so exciting. It's just the great first step for so many of these young guys, whether it is Luke Musgrave, whether it is Lucas Van Ness, whether it is Jaden Reed, all these, Anders Carlson, all these young guys who contributed yesterday in pretty significant ways. And they're just dipping their toe in the water. Like the ceiling is so, so, so high above them. And they are just on their very, very first initial steps on this journey. It's so exciting to me. And, and look, there were so many mistakes yesterday, so many things for them to learn about and from, get coached up on in a victory where they won pretty comfortably. I mean, that's exciting stuff, and, and, and I do not doubt that tough moments will come. We saw throughout that game uh, some of the frustrations that I told you guys all summer were certainly in store for us. They were definitely on display yesterday, uh, but the fact that they took that and were still able to win going away on the road, a hostile environment, man, that's... Oof. That's exciting. That's good stuff. That's the stuff right there. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this season already. And now that that took me like the warp factor nine. As far as you don't really ever know. Week one's always weird. And, you know, you saw a lot of the promise this summer, but you didn't really know how it was going to gel, how it was going to work together, how Jordan was going to respond to that environment and that situation. Man, you talk about a cool customer. And I understand, yeah, the offensive line. They did great work, kept him clean. It makes your job as a quarterback a bit easier when you're able to go through your progressions, make the reads. But what was so crazy to me regarding Jordan's performance, yes, the offensive line did the work, but Jordan was at his best on the money downs. That's the thing. That's what's so exciting as far as looking at that performance. Yes, you'd like the per completion percentage to be a little higher. No question about it. But man, when it was third and long, when it was fourth and got to have it, that's when Jordan was at his best. That's when he was at his best. His second start in the NFL. And he's manipulating linebackers and safeties with his eyes. He's hitting big, big time throws down the field. I, I just, that to me is like, holy shit, they may actually have a really good quarterback in the making here. And I'm not uh, don't be just don't start. I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's going to be anywhere on the level of an Aaron Rodgers or a Brett Favre. Not even close. Not even sniffing that air yet. But man, this just first season start out of the gate 
he's performing at that level on the money downs. That's exciting stuff, people. That is some exciting stuff. Hello to everybody in the comment section. People mixing it up. So many, so many good, good looking, fine folks up in here. I love that the very, 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 very first comment is the handle is a wise man once said. And then the comment is the bears still suck because it's true. It's true. Chris, thanks for the super chat, man. Rewatched the Jair quote late hit a few times. Oh, you mean the one that was literally in bounds? The bears need to learn the rules. The way TJ Slayton protects him and takes over that situation was pretty awesome. Go pack, go strap city. That was the other really encouraging part about yesterday is how tight-knit this group already appears. I mean, there's a lot of young guys who are kind of thrown together and put into a mix, so to speak, and they are already fighting and scratching and clawing for each other. I love it. You love to see it. No, no doubt about it. Um, John, thanks for the super chat, man. The This team best season opener in years go pack go well yeah when you've been getting your ass kicked in season openers for a number of years it definitely feels good not only to win but to beat up on someone else for a change i will take it again especially in chicago oh my god that's just oh, so good jacob what's up thank you so much for the super chat man i love how jordan love and our offense played but my favorite moment in that game is the field's fumble seeing wyatt and kenny chase him down and force the fumble with gary flying over the top chef's kiss that is such a great play uh and i what was so funny is when it happened live i thought rasul was trying to scoop it up and like run with it and maybe score but i go back and watch it and rasul is actually just kind of protecting the ball um so i apologize to rasul for my uh initial reaction there but because I know he watches, he goes back and watches watch party, no doubt about it. Uh, but yes, to your point, what especially given where that happened at that point in the game, where we've seen Fields now escape a number of times, and it's really frustrating seeing him almost brought down in the grass, but escapes, blah blah, make a move in the open field, make a guy miss, all of that. So you get that, oh god, just get him down, and then to have both Kenny and why it kind of converge and cause that fumble. Oh, to your point, chef's kiss. You love it. You love to see it. Okay, Clutch, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I'm previously Hutch's hobby. That defense was suffocating and really exercised our demons against mobile QBs. It was glorious to watch them swarm. Yeah, not just against the quarterback either. Like the swarming mentality on defense is noticeably different this year. It, it started in training camp. I talked about it on daily, but you never know if that's going to carry over, how much of it is going to carry over. But man, that defense flying to the ball, swarming to the ball. You absolutely love to see it. David, thanks for the super chat. Pay Gary, please. Oh man, you ain't lying. Price is only going up. Price is only going up. I mean, he ain't going to get Bosa money, but he's going to get P-A-I-D paid. No doubt. And what would be nice about, you know, paying Rashawn is part of that will be lowering his cap hit for this year and allowing you to maybe maneuver in some, some areas, but we'll see. Ed, thanks for the super chat, man. Today's song is Gary Hoy's cover of pipeline because all of us Chicagoland Packer fans are surfing on top of the huge waves created from the tears of bears fans. Ed, I will say, I, I only lived in Chicago for like two and a half years, but 
some of my greatest days living in Chicago were after Bear games where the Packers, like back then it was Brett Favre, just kicked their ass. And then you get to go and just exist among them. And you wear your Packers stuff out and about. I used to go to John Barleycorn. I think it was every Tuesday. They had a special that I really liked. And I would go in there and wear my Packers stuff. And, oh, just the best. Those are the best times. Thanks for bringing that back into my my life, my memory here. Ah, that's good stuff, man. Enjoy it. Soak it up. Head on out to Will's Northwoods and have one for me. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Getting pressure from the D-line is going to be a big plus in 2023. I mean, here's the thing. They got a they got a ways to go, right? Like the Bears, they don't have a great offensive line. They haven't in, in years, and I didn't see much improvement in that regard yesterday. But the Packers did the work up front, and it was relentless. And yeah, you, you definitely expect it to keep up each and every week. They're going to be weeks, so they're going to be facing better offensive lines, and hopefully it continues. But man, the way they worked so well with each other and off of each other as far you know, the stunts they were doing, a lot of stuff where they were kind of doing games, um, switches and things like that. You couple that with the sheer physicality of it, man, damn, damn. I am down with it. I am all about it. Joe, thanks for Super Chat, man. It's not only a win over the Bears. It's a road win. It's a division win. It's a conference win. Tiebreakers, road wins in the division are gold. Well, that and throw into that mix, Joe, everything you're saying, 100%, but throw into it, point differential. I'll take an ass whooping that gives me point differential as well. Hell yeah, he's talking about tiebreakers, and that's another one. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve, it's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Braden, thank you for the super chat. John needs to shadow every wide receiver one. It was awesome. Well, I mean, he did for much of the game, but also they played a lot of zone. No, I mean, they had him on it on Moore's side a lot, but it wasn't strictly man to man. You know, let's let's be clear about this. So but yeah, they did it. They clearly had a plan for him. And they clearly did a good job like limiting his ability to hurt them. Uh, I'll just love that he had two targets in one drive and then was done. I mean, that's insane to me. You literally traded out of the top overall pick in the draft so you could get this dude. And uh, that's what you do with him. Like, I can't believe they didn't draw up a ton of stuff just to get him open. They didn't seemingly go to any of that. Not that I, that I really saw. So, yeah, man, I'm down with it. Definitely down with it. Lance, thanks for Super Chat. My last name is Marlon, like the fish, not Martin. Love the channel and all your thoughts. Marlon, did I say it wrong earlier? Sorry, buddy. I'll just say Lance from now on. How's that? Thank you for the compliment. Abdul, thanks for Super Chat. Hey, Aaron, I know I it was one game, but what was different about this D versus last year? Two specific things. What Soda was talking about first uh, is very noticeable as far as their ability up front and the way they controlled the line of scrimmage, both with the defensive linemen and the outside backers, they controlled the line of scrimmage. That was a number one. That didn't always happen last year, game in and game out. But the second, and to my eyes, more impressive and or significant improvement was on the back end when it comes to the physicality and the swarming to the ball mentality where they really limited any significant yards after catch. I mean, they had a, odd play here or there but for the most part all that frustration that we talk about all the time with the cover two shell and keeping everything in front of you and playing off the line that's still there you saw it throughout that game but what they did a great job of is being incredibly physical after the ball arrived whether it was out on the flat whether it's a wide an attempted wide receiver screen their explosion to the ball and their physicality when they arrived and making sure that the ball carrier was on the ground. How many times have we seen plays horizontally go for big gains vertically because the Packers missed tackles or they, they you know, completely misdiagnosed or they're late to arrive. They were dead set on flying to the ball, like with like group mentality and ensuring that they were going to make the tackle. I can't overstate how incredibly apparent that was where, yeah, it's all well and good to preach. I'll go 11 halves to the ball, fly to the ball, see ball, get ball. We hear all that. And that's, yeah, we love that idea, but man, it doesn't do you any good if you're flying to the ball and then just throwing yourself at the ball carrier's feet, which we've seen way too much of in recent history in green Bay. There was consistent getting the guy on the ground. Yeah. He may catch it. Yeah, he may turn and try to make a move and or get upfield, but he's not getting anywhere. 
he's being brought down and he's not he's being completely limited there were so many plays where it's like okay they got a four or five yard game where in the past that ruptures into a 15 or 20 yard game those were non-existent yesterday that's what improved and this is the task now this is the challenge of making sure that that's consistent week after week after week if that's the case this is a scheme that yeah you're going to keep it all in front of you you're probably going to limit the amount of times that you are challenging guys at the line but that's fine as long as you're making those tackles you're rallying you're limiting their ability to kill you after the catch they can do that every week they're going to be cooking with gas no doubt New York Chief said, thanks for Super Chat. Now that is your now that this is your income, I will do more Super Chats. That's very, very, uh, very appreciated. Great game. Kettle was cooking literally. Go, Pat, go. You were at Kettle. I'm so jealous. That's awesome. Tell Patrick I say hi next time. Abdul again. What's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Think Watson and Jones are back next week. No idea. Way too early. A lot of ball game left. Ask me on Wednesday when we get the first injury report. I know Watson said he's pretty much day-to-day, so we'll see. Jack, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Savage was big time. Played like a first-rounder. I mean, uh, I had a little back-and-forth with Ross Uglum on Twitter this morning. I think that's his best game under Joe Barry so far. I mean, it's still not perfect. There's still plays. You you definitely want to see improvement. But, man, as far as physicality and assignment sure and just – Flying to the ball and making doing exactly what I was just talking about as far as knowing his place, knowing his assignment, getting to the ball carrier, getting the dude on the ground, exploding to the football, knowing it was so clear that he knew what he was looking at and he diagnosed like that and he, he just flew to the ball, made the tackle so sure in a way that I haven't seen from him in the last two years. Uh, that was a very, very promising performance from Darnell Savage. No question. Menace, thanks for the super chat. Does 31 dress next week with 33 maybe banged up? I know the O-line didn't do 28 lots of favors, but still didn't look like a primary ball carrier. I mean, it depends on the game plan, what they think, how they think they can attack Atlanta's defense. I mean, I think if they think, okay, we're going to line up under center and hand the ball to AJ between the tackles like 20 times, then AJ is a fine prime ball carrier. But if they want to be super multiple and kind of use the backfield in a number of different ways, then yeah, probably 31 has a chance to be up. No doubt. John, thanks for the super chat. Big cat sadness remains undefeated. I'd say poor Dan, but yeah, fuck that. That was hilarious. I don't revel in anyone's misery other than, you know, nameless Bears fans who attack me on Twitter. But uh, Dan, I consider Dan a friend, and I just had to give him a little shit. That was a good time. Menace, thanks to or Sorry, Accidental Hero, thanks to the Super Chat. Bikes fans, Sunday double feature, pathetic home loss, followed by Jordan Love rocking it. Paul Allen was muttering this morning like Lear on the like Lear. I don't know if I'd ever uh, compare Paul Allen to Lear, but that's an amazing pull. Um, but yeah, the Vikes now got to turn around and play on Thursday night against the Eagles. Good luck. <laughs> Eric, thanks for the super chat. This one is for Bakhtiari flipping the bird. That was brilliant. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, Andy Herman on his uh, Twitter feed, sorry, should I call it his X feed? Uh, has 
a, a video from the coach's tape, uh, end zone view. Bakhtiari's literally lining up. Like he's on the end of the line, all of a sudden stands up and just flips the bird off to the fans in Chicago, apparently, who were giving him untold amounts of grief. Um, reminiscent of A.J. Hawk, who he gave a shout out to. Although A.J., I believe, at the time was flipping off his own teammates. And uh, David took it to a next level and literally flipped off Bears fans while on the field of play, getting ready to take a snap. Bakhtiari, David, David Bakhtiari, may I just say, cheers to you. You are a fucking legend. Just outstanding. Just outstanding. Vex, thanks for the super chat, man. All caps, this team finally plays fast. I'm so excited to see speed on this team. It's really apparent, isn't it? This is what we talked about this summer, right? It jumps off the field. It's so obviously like different in that regard. I mean, look no further than Jaden Reed on that punt return. How many times have we seen dudes try to get that corner unsuccessfully? Jaden Reed got that corner and was gone. I mean, how many times have we seen a defensive end know that that bootleg is coming and be unable to get the quarterback down on the ground or even get touch the quarterback? Devontae Wyatt explodes into Justin Fields and takes him down. I mean, there's just so much raw speed and athleticism on this team. When they learn how to harness it and use it, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Gary, thanks for the super chat. It was blurry, but the picture is getting clearer. I'm starting to see the future for our Packers. Very early days, Gary. Very early days. But, yes, I see the vision. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I see you. Soder, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. Has to be a better way to limit Jones' workload. Perhaps give him the early reps in a drive and then make the switch after they get the ball moving. Here's my thing. All right, like, look, we're going to bitch about Aaron Jones' usage forever. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I know this is our lot in life, right? But I will turn around and say they did win 38 to fucking 20. So maybe the Packers know what they're doing. But it doesn't help you in the moment, right? Like when you're watching the game and like there's it's like what 10 to 6 at half, and you're like, okay, where's Aaron Jones? They barely utilized him, and then they come out and utilize him in that first drive in the second half, and oh, lo and behold, a touchdown. So you as a fan get really frustrated and it's like, just use him. So my point, Soder, when you when you're talking about like maybe what's the what's the solution, so to speak, use him in the first half. I know they keep trying to save him for the second half and like save him for whatever. Like, okay, he's going to get X number of touches. Use him in the first half, build a lead. Cause clearly, when you flow that, when you utilize him, when you flow the offense through him, it all it works. And it's not just yesterday's game. That's the history of Aaron Jones. Don't go. This is the Aaron Jones drive. This is the AJ Dillon drive. Like you, the first half should be the Aaron Jones half. And then when you're up two or three scores, then you bring in AJ in the second half and just 
pound them into submission. And look, I know this is 30,000 feet, like really simplistic, and it's like a whole billion times more complicated than this. But is, is it really? If you're scoring every fucking time the guy's on the field, is it really? Uh, I'm kind of kidding, and I'm kind of not. Let's, let's, let's get back. Let's make this abundantly clear. I'm kind of kidding, but kind of not. I don't know. I don't know. Caleb, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, man. Most hated Minnesotan. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Had to catch you live on Bears Victory Monday. Yes, sir. Yes, you did. Because you carry the G, man. Hey, speaking of carry the G, don't forget the debut of carry the G radio tomorrow afternoon on 97.3 The Game and right here on the YouTube channel at Cheesehead TV. Me, Billy Schmid, breaking it down. Where and Larry will be in at some point joining us. It's going to be so much fun. Also, I heard a rumor this afternoon that there may be some kind of launch party for Carry the G Beer in Milwaukee on the 22nd of this month. That's right, a week from Friday. So make sure you join the Carry the G radio broadcast tomorrow to find out the details because it's going to be a lot of fun. Carry the G is going to be available statewide pretty much by the end of this week. So you're going to want to stock up. You're going to come out, have some fun, drink some beer in Milwaukee a week from Friday. It's going to be a good time, people. It's going to be a good time. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.